ಎಸ್ಸೇಸ್ ಆನ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲಾ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ references to the traditional method in the bhagavad gita this is a topic to be discussed today the above mentioned citations from the sutra bhashya not only give us an insight into the main doctrine stressed in all the upanishads but also disclose the method of approach adopted in those writings to teach the absolute brahmatman for while the absolute is strictly without a second we see here the deliberate superimposition of causal nature to brahman as a device to teach unity and the abrogation of this property of being a cause by effectively negating the existence of the effect apart from its material cause as shankara contends in his bhashya sutra bhashya on 2114 page 196 ಏಷ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣೋ ದೃಷ್ಟಾಂತ ಆನ್ನಾತಃ ತತ್ರ ಶ್ರುತಾಚಾರಂಭಣ ಶಬ್ದಾತ್ ದಾಷ್ಟಾಂತಿಕೇಪಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವ್ಯತಿರೇಕೇಣ ಕಾರ್ಯಜಾತ ಅಭಾವ ಇದು ಗಮ್ಯತೆ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ ಇಲ್ಲಸ್ಟ್ರೇಷನ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಟೀಚ್ ದಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ರೆಷನ್ ವಾಚಾರಂಭಣ ಮೇಡಪ್ ಆಫ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ we have to infer that in the case of what is illustrated also the non existence of all effects apart from brahman is meant can it not be surmised from all this that shankara is referring here to a traditional method common to all the upanishads making use of this device of deliberate imputation of certain properties to the absolute just to reveal its real nature the imputation being subsequently negated when that purpose has been achieved references to this method are actually to be found in the acharya's gita bhashya to justify this hypothesis there also shankara discloses his anxiety to defend his view on the strength of the traditional method for example in the course of criticizing the view of certain thinkers who are of the view that it is impossible for the mind to grasp the atman as he is formless and that therefore permanent stay in right knowledge is impossible of attainment that teacher says satyam evam guru sampradaya rahitanam ashruta vedantanam atyanta bahir vishayasakta buddhinam samyak ಪ್ರಮಾಣೇಶು ಅಕೃತಶ್ರಮಾಣ ತದ್ವಿಪರೀತಾನು ಲೌಕಿಕ್ರಾಹ್ಯಗ್ರಾಹಕದ್ವೈತವಸ್ತುನಿ ಸದ್ಬುಧಿರ್ನಿತರುಸ್ಸಂಪಾದ್ಯ ಆತ್ಮಚೈತನ್ಯವ್ಯತಿರೇಕೇಣ ವಸ್ತುಂತರಸನುಪಲಬ್ಧೇ ಗೀತಾಷ್ಯ ಏಟೀನ್ ಏಟೀನ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿಯತ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ true it is so for those who have had no access to the traditional teaching may handed down by the gurus the master teachers 
for those who have not studied the vedantas whose mind is completely attached to the external objects of sense and who have not taken the trouble to understand the nature of the valid means of the knowledge but for those who are of the opposite nature it is altogether impossible to conceive the real existence of duality of the nature of subject and object for they see nothing other than the consciousness of atman and he concludes therefore cognition is quite well known and the cognizer also is quite well known therefore no effort is necessary for the attainment of knowledge effort is necessary only to remove the idea of the self touching the non self not self therefore perfect stay in knowledge is quite possible of attainment it is evident that shankara is referring to the traditional way of teaching atman by removing what is not the property of the self this he affirms in so many words elsewhere shastram tu antyam pramanam atad dharmyadhya atad dharmaropanam atra nivartakatvena pramanyam atmanah pratipadyate na tu at ajnatartha jnapakatvena gita second chapter 18th shloka as for the shastra the ultimate means of knowledge it attains the nature of being a valid means of knowledge by removing what is not the property of that atman and not by directly reminding the nature of something previously unknown so it tells uh, it is a valid means of knowledge by removing what is not the property of that atman but not by directly reminding the nature of something previously unknown but indirectly negating what is not <coughs> atma a second reference to this sampradaya tradition is to be found in shankara shankara's bhashya on gita <coughs> 13:2 where he takes up for criticism the misinterpretation of the gita teaching <coughs> no the kshetrajna to be myself in all the kshetras o son of bharata kshetrajnan jabimam vidhi sarva kshetreshu bharata The follower of that school admits that Kshetrajna is certainly Ishvara and Kshetra is something else which is the object of Kshetrajna alone. But this follower of the other school contends, as for myself, I am a transmigratory soul subject to pleasure and pain and I have to bring about the cessation of this samsara by attaining the knowledge of both Kshetra and Kshetrajna and then realizing the Kshetrajna, the Lord, I must get and stay in the nature of that Kshetrajna. <coughs> Shankara makes these scornful observations with regard to this view he who thinks thus and he who teaches another that he is not the kshetrajna he who holds this view is a learned fool who hopes to make out that both bondage and release as well as the shastra would be meaningful only that way that slayer of the self is himself lost in confusion and confounds others because he is not an in possession of the traditional method of the teaching of the shastras for he is thereby giving up what is expressly taught here and presuming the what is not taught therefore not being acquainted with the traditional method of interpretation he should be ignored like a fool be he never so learned in all the shastras here the gita teaches that the knower of kshetra Though seemingly an individual self is really the same as Ishvara or the witness in all beings, Shankara says that one who twists this express statement to mean that this Ishvara is to be meditated upon, upasya, and not to be directly known by as the self, is making both an addition to and a subtraction from the true meaning. 
one who has been taught in the right way of interpretation would never take such a rash step of misinterpreting the teaching evidently shankara is here thinking of the traditional teaching of gaudapada with regard to upasana meditation of brahman for gaudapada has these two statements to make concerning the subject upasanaashrito dharmo jate brahmani vartate prago utpatte rajam sarvam tena saugrupanasmutah gaudapada karika 3 1 the seeker who is dependent on meditation depends on the born brahman for him all this is unborn brahman holy uh, only before creation hence he is known to be a poor knower of brahman ashramas trividha hi namadhyamotkrishta drishtayah upasano padishtejam tadartham anukampaya kodapadkarika 3 16 seekers of reality are of three grades the lowest the mediocre uh, uh, mediocre and the best therefore this upasana has been taught for the benefit of the first two the upanishads themselves teach that the brahman meditated upon should not be considered to be the highest brahman in its genuine nature nedam yadina upasate this is a refrain of the upanishadic teaching and lastly we meet with the statement of shankara which actually alludes to the true traditional method by its significant epithet in commenting on the shloka sarvatah panipadam tat gita 13 13 he writes the collection of the specific features in the kshetrajna due to the different conditioning associates is wholly unreal and therefore he has been taught to be known as neither being nor non being Uh, by denying that specific nature but here even the unreal form is presumed as though it were the property of the kshetrajna the noble just to bring home its existence by describing it by the expression it has hands and feet everywhere etc accordingly there is this saying of the knowers of the traditional method tathahi sampradaya vidam vachanam that which is devoid of all multiplicity is explained by means of deliberate superimposition and recession adhyaropapadabhyam nishprapancham prapanchate it would be profitable to note that both the superimposition and the negation are used by the uh, shastra or teacher as a device for revealing the true nature of reality which is um, uh, inexpressible and uh, inconceivable this is not an attempt to remove any manifoldness uh, that actually pertains to or coexists with the atman it is only an apparent manifoldness as gaudapada uh, a proficient in all the techniques of traditional method crisp crisply remarks prapancho yadi vidyeta nivarteta na samsheha maya matram idam dvaitam advaitam paramarthatah vikalpo vinivarteta kalpitan yadi kalpito yadi kenachit upadeshadayam vado jnate dvaitam na vidyate godapadkarika 117 and 18 manifoldness no doubt would have to be removed if it really existed this duality is only maya a false appearance there is non duality alone in reality the thought construct of the distinction of the shastra master and the disciple to be taught would have to be removed if it were the actual superimposition of someone this is a doctrine devised only for the purpose of teaching when reality is known there is no duality whatsoever in fact this is godopada karika so next we shall see in the next session this is the second session of essays on vedanta by shri shri sachidanand sarasvati swami holi narsapur karnataka 
ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ಲೋಕಾ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಸುಖಿನೋವು ಅಂತೂ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದ 